The Witches by Roald Dahl, Chapter 3 How to Recognize a Witch The next evening, after my grandmother had given me my bath, she took me once again into the living room for another story. Tonight, the old woman said, I'm going to tell you how to recognize a witch when you see one. Can you always be sure? I asked. No, she said. You can't, and that's the trouble. But you can make a pretty good guess. She was dropping cigar ash all over her lap, and I hoped she wasn't going to catch on fire before she told me how to recognize a witch. In the first place, she said, a real witch is always certain to be wearing gloves when you meet her. Surely not always, I said. What about in the summer when it's hot? Even in the summer, my grandmother said, she has to. Do you want to know why? Why, I said. Because she doesn't have fingernails. Instead of fingernails, she has thin, curvy claws like a cat. And she wears the gloves to hide them. Mind you, lots of very respectable women wear gloves, especially in winter. So this doesn't help you very much. Mama used to wear gloves, I said. Not in the house, my grandmother said. Witches wear gloves, even in the house. They only take them off when they go to bed. How do you know all this, Grandmama? Don't interrupt, she said. Just take it all in. The second thing to remember is that a real witch is always bald. Bald, I said. Bald as a boiled egg, my grandmother said. I was shocked. There was something indecent about a bald woman. Why are they bald, Grandmama? Don't ask me why, she snapped. But you can take it from me that not a single hair grows on a witch's head. How horrid. Disgusting, my grandmother said. If she's bald, she'll be easy to spot, I said. Not at all, my grandmother said. A real witch always wears a wig to hide her baldness. She wears a first-class wig, and it is almost impossible to tell a really first-class wig from ordinary hair unless you give it a pull to see if it comes off. Then that's what I'll have to do, I said. Don't be foolish, my grandmother said. You can't go around pulling at the hair of every lady you meet, even if she is wearing gloves. Just you try it and see what happens. So that doesn't help much either, I said. None of these things is any good on its own, my grandmother said. It's only when you put them together that they begin to make a little sense. Mind you, my grandmother went on, these wigs do cause a rather serious problem for witches. What problem, Grandmama? They make the scalp itch most terribly, she said. You see, when an actress wears a wig, or if you or I were to wear a wig, we would be putting it on over our own hair. But a witch has to put it straight onto her naked scalp. And the underneath of a wig is always very rough and scratchy. It sets up a frightful itch on the bald skin. It causes nasty sores on the head. Wig rash, the witches call it, and it doesn't half itch. What other things must I look for to recognize a witch, I asked. Look for the nose holes, my grandmother said. Witches have slightly larger nose holes than ordinary people. The rim of each nose hole is pink and curvy, like the rim of a certain kind of seashell. Why do they have such big nose holes, I asked. For smelling with, 
my grandmother said, a real witch has the most amazing powers of smell. She can actually smell a child who is standing on the other side of the street on a pitch black night. She couldn't smell me, I said. I've just had a bath. Oh, yes, she could, my grandmother said. The cleaner you are, the more smelly you are to a witch. That can't be true, I said. An absolutely clean child gives off the most ghastly stench to a witch. My grandmother said, the dirtier you are, the less you smell. But that doesn't make any sense, Grandmama. Oh, yes, it does, my grandmother said. It isn't the dirt that the witch is smelling. It is you. The smell that drives a witch mad actually comes right out of your own skin. It comes oozing out of your skin in waves. And these waves, stink waves, the witches call them, go floating through the air and hit the witch right smack in her nostrils. They send her reeling. Now wait a minute, Grandmama. Don't interrupt, she said. The point is this. When you haven't washed for a week and your skin is all covered with dirt, then quite obviously the stink waves cannot come oozing out so strongly. I shall never have a bath again, I said. Just don't have one too often, my grandmother said. Once a month is quite enough for a sensible child. It was moments like these that I loved my grandmother more than ever. Grandmama, I said, if it's a dark night, how can a witch smell the difference between a child and a grown-up? Because grown-ups don't give out stink waves, she said. Only children do. But I don't really give out stink waves, do I? I said, I'm not giving them out this very moment, am I? Not to me, you aren't, my grandmother said. To me, you are smelling like raspberries and cream. But to a witch, you would be smelling absolutely disgusting. What would I be smelling of, I asked. Dog's droppings my grandmother said. I reeled. I was stunned. Dog's droppings, I cried. I'm not smelling of dog's droppings. I don't believe it. I won't believe it. What's more, my grandmother said, speaking with a touch of relish, to a witch you'd be smelling of fresh dog's droppings. This is simply not true, I cried. I know I'm not smelling of dog's droppings, stale or fresh. There is no point in arguing about it, my grandmother said. It's a fact of life. I was outraged. I simply couldn't bring myself to believe what my grandmother was telling me. So if you pass a woman holding her nose as she passes you in the street, she went on, that woman could easily be a witch. I decided to change the subject. Tell me what else to look for in a witch, I said. The eyes, my grandmother said. Look carefully at the eyes, because the eyes of a real witch are different from yours and mine. Look in the middle of each eye where there is normally a black dot. If she is a witch, the black dot will keep changing color, and you will see fire, and you will see ice dancing right in the very center of the color dot. It will send shivers running all over your skin. My grandmother leaned back in her chair and sucked away contentedly at her foul black cigar. I squatted on the floor, staring up at her, fascinated. She was not smiling. She looked deadly serious. Are there other things, I asked. Of course there are other things, my grandmother said. You don't seem to understand that witches are not actually women at all. They look like women, they talk like women, and they are able to act like women. But in actual fact, they are totally different animals. They are demons in human shape. That is why they have claws and bald heads and weird noses and peculiar eyes, all of which they have to conceal as best they can from the rest of the world. 
What else is different about them, Grandmama? The feet, she said. Witches never have toes. No toes, I cried. Then what do they have? They just have feet, my grandmother said. The feet has square ends with no toes on them at all. Does that make it difficult to walk, I asked. Not at all, my grandmother said. But it does give them a problem with their shoes. All ladies like to wear rather small pointed shoes. But a witch, whose feet are very wide and square at the ends, has the most awful job squeezing her feet into those neat little pointed shoes. Why doesn't she wear wide, comfy shoes with square ends, I asked. She dare not, my grandmother said. Just as she hides her baldness with a wig, she must also hide her ugly witch's feet by squeezing them into pretty shoes. Isn't that terribly uncomfortable, I said. Extremely uncomfortable, my grandmother said. But she has to put up with it. If she's wearing ordinary shoes, it won't help me recognize her, will it, Grandmama? I'm afraid it won't, my grandmother said. You might possibly see her limping very slightly, but only if you were watching closely. Are those the only differences then, Grandmama? There's one more, my grandmother said. Just one more. What is it, Grandmama? Their spit is blue. Blue? I cried. Not blue. Their spit can't be blue. Blue as a blueberry, she said. You don't mean it, Grandmama. Nobody can have blue spit. Witches can, she said. Is it like ink, I asked. Exactly, she said. They even use it to write with. They use those old-fashioned pens that have nips, and they simply lick the nip. Can you notice the blue spit, Grandmama? If a witch was talking to me, would I be able to notice it? Only if you looked carefully, my grandmother said. If you looked very carefully, you would see a slight bluish tinge to her teeth, but it doesn't show much. It would if she spat, I said. Witches never spit, my grandmother said. They daren't. I couldn't believe my grandmother would be lying to me. She went to church every morning of the week, and she said grace before every meal, and somebody who did that would never tell lies. I was beginning to believe every word she spoke. So there you are, my grandmother said. That's all I can tell you. None of it is very helpful. You can still never be absolutely sure whether a witch, a woman is a witch or not just by looking at her. But if she's wearing the gloves, if she has the large nose holes, the weird eyes, and that hair that looks as though it might be a wig, and if she has a bluish tinge to her teeth, if she has all those things, then you run like mad. Grandmama, I said, when you were a little girl, did you ever meet a witch? Once, my grandmother said, only once. What happened? I'm not going to tell you, she said. It would frighten you out of your skin and give you bad dreams. Please tell me, I begged. No, she said. Certain things are too horrible to talk about. Does it have something to do with your missing thumb, I asked. Suddenly, her old wrinkled lips shut tight as a pair of tongs, and the hand that held the cigar, which had no thumb on it, began to quiver very slightly. I waited. She didn't look at me. She didn't speak. All of a sudden, she had shut herself off completely. The conversation was finished. Good night, Grandmama, I said, rising from the floor and kissing her on the cheek. She didn't move. I crept out of the room and went to my bedroom. <laughs>